fun, Dr. Lisa here. So I thought that this would be um, a fun, a fun little vlog and mini podcast. And um, I had another one scheduled for this week, but then I, you know, I didn't really, really think ahead, and I realized, you know what? This is this is Friday the thirteenth, full moon full harvest moon on the start of another 12 year cycle in a portal. <laughs> what the hell are you doing not publishing um, a, an episode uh, today? I was already late for, the, for this week on publishing the one that I had uh, intended. And I thought I would, I would explain a little bit, kind of do a little upcycling on some content and explain a little bit and, and give that out to, uh, my, my, my groups and, and also help to explain a little bit more. My intention is through the podcast and uh, owning her health and, and my other content, obviously, in the Goddess Wisdom Mastermind. I explain this a lot. My Money Grant Academy, we work towards it in terms of aligning our businesses, our emerging businesses, our emerging brand, our emerging selves um, into this whole more feminine leadership style not to deny or decline the masculine and that's kind of what I want to talk about today I want to talk about matriarchy and how that relates so much to nature and and honestly what we see in in the world around us if we actually just looked if we actually just took a moment and looked okay and why so much I I believe in the curry hustle in terms of the attitude, why I believe in solopreneurship, mompreneurship in particular, because that's the way the medicine women are in our homes. And when I say mompreneurship, yes, I'm talking about the women who birth human beings and, and are doing, but there are many, many women, every woman, I believe, who needs to go through her vibe of motherhood. Now, obviously, birthing a human being is instant right? It's instant plunge into that. But there are people, there are women who are aligning with that energy by birthing their careers and, and, and owning it. When you start to own it, okay? It's not just about getting pregnant with your career and going to school. I kind of think of that in the maiden years, right? Climbing up that perpetual corporate ladder. In fact, in the Kirby Hustle, we look at things more of cycles and circles and seasons. We're in alignment. And one of those things, obviously, right, that show us that, that give us that is the moon. And so the moon is seen as feminine. But when you start to own it, you start to move into your energy of the mothering vibe. You move from your maidenhood to the mothering. And what that really means is that you're doing something at a level that stops being about you and starts being about the whole, which is not martyrdom, not martyrdom, okay? Uh, thinking about you as part of the whole is transcendence. It becomes where you get fulfilled, your happiness, your satisfaction, your peace of mind, your power, your enjoyment, your pleasure becomes part of being a part of something bigger than yourself. It's quite a maturation. It's quite a maturation in terms of the work you do, the service you give, 
And it really, it really involves us getting mature enough from that edge or that spectrum of maidenhood perspective in birthing something to matriarch wisdom, which we hit more in our middle years. So those of you who started birthing babies in those middle years of your life, there is a little bit of a confusion in your energy. And, 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 and you need to own that. You need to understand that. There's a confusion in your body about the cyclical role. Now, I'm not saying you should be having babies in your 20. What I'm saying is, is that as society has advanced in some sort of more patriarchal dominant way, we forgot that, you know, on the scale of, 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 of universally, uh, of, of universality, of, of, of the creation of all earth and time, we human beings, our, our, our time on this earth is so small. If you go uh, look up Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson's work, uh, a leading astrophysicist in the world uh, out of New York City, I believe he's still associated with the Hayden Planetarium in New York City. Um, you know, he said he had, he had this show, uh, I think it was Cosmos or something like that, and he was showing on one of his episodes you know, if you look at the timeline of what we, we understand and can measure, like, we think we've been here forever, right? Because we're thinking of the neo, you know, <laughs> the dinosaurs and the Neanderthals and everything. We think it's such a long time. Um, but really, honestly, right? Just think of the perspective as a child thinking about an 80-year-old. And then as you get into your 40s and your 50s and you're like, gosh, it goes by so fast. And that's how time has gone for human evolution so just because society and we've been pushing for um quote-unquote equality and, and pushing into those things doesn't mean our physiology <laughs> doesn't mean our really innate primal instincts and generational um cellular wisdom and also traumas have evolved with our mindset of how we should be living our life and what our freedoms are and everything like that. So motherhood, the mothering vibe, uh, is something that we all need to go through. Maidenhood is something we all need to go through, obviously from childhood, right? Differentiating ourselves, trying to understand, are we leaning towards the feminine qualities in this package or are we leaning towards the masculine? And by all means, May we never, and this is where the matriarchy comes in, may we never lose the fact, lose the understanding that we are a constant compilation, blending of both. And what we're seeing in society right now is that emergence of the freedom of declaring where you fall on that spectrum of femininity and masculinity. It really is not a binary world. I speak a lot in, in terms of maybe her and, and binary because it's where the ears are as a society. It's, it's, it's in no um, disrespect to the fact that ultimately we are them. I understand that. But when I'm speaking, my, my work is to speak to the ears and then bring them over that bridge of understanding. There are many people that don't understand, just like there's many people that don't understand why we would do these moon rituals or, or honor the moon. Well, because it's just been what was before we decided we're too smart to do it. It literally is what, you know, if we look at it, it's, it's a lot of the times 
Um, the naming of the moons is attributed to Native Americans. Uh, and, and, and if you look at any historic cultures, you know, they, gosh, that's all we had. The nighttime came and we looked up at the stars. And before we had the cities, we could really appreciate the complexity of the stars. If you've ever gone camping or, you know, gone to the Hayden Planetarium or another planetarium, you look up and they show you what you really should be seeing if you didn't have all these artificial lights. It is freaking amazing. It is the macrocosm of as we were, you know, obviously it's not getting up in a rocket ship and being in, in the stars amongst the space. But if you ever have been in a place where it's been a clear, crisp, you know, evening and you could see all that you don't see when you're in the big city, you would understand the awe of our childhood. You would understand why spirituality is a part of us and has nothing to do with the packaged religions that we have. And if just looking at nature as something that can guide you is your level of, of understanding, that is just a spirit, that is spiritual awakening. Understanding that, looking up and being like, oh my God, it's beautiful. Looking up at a moon and looking at it at full moon and saying, oh my God, it's beautiful. And relating the seasons to your own life, which women have through their physiology, every 30 days we are reminded, right? 28 to 30 days. But that's gotten all messed up and we and we, we vilified that. And so the mothering vibe has really been messed up. It's really been messed up. It's been very confused. Somewhat biased trying to package it in a patriarchal model. And let's move a little bit to another season of life, and then we'll get back to the moon cycles and how this all relates, and that's the movement into the matriarch. And I believe that maiden, mothering, and matriarch wisdom, that, that attunement with each of those three is what allows us to be healthy through our life. And that matriarch is really what brings me back to wanting to put this out at the harvest moon at this September new moon, which was traditionally the harvest moon, when it would be bright and bright for a couple of days at a pretty consistent time coming up for a really lengthened harvesting of the corn, a harvesting of the land, of the first of the first reaps of what we sowed. And I think middle age is that. If you're healthy, middle age should be the first real harvest of what you sowed. Historically, It'll, again, in our traditional roles of, of, of being the queens of our hearth and home, it came with our children being at an age where they were starting to leave, reaping what we sow. It's confusing now, right? Because maybe some of us are starting to plant in our 40s. But naturally speaking, it's a time for reaping what you sow. And so it's a natural time to start a business, bring out those dreams. It's a natural start, similar to how I see the fall. The fall is attuned to the matriarch wisdom. It's not a time of here we go into our death. It's not what's been packaged in the menopause years. It's, you go back to my uh, owning her health episode of Bon Voyage menopause, and you know, it, it, I speak to that. So I'm not going to go too much into that. I'm going to speak to the mothering vibe here and, 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 and its tie in the first half of, of, the, of the maiden, kind of the maiden, and, that, and that, you know, that kind of tear in the healthiness. 
because I'm going to speak about the, the moon cycle and, and, and being in that glory of pregnancy, pregnancy uh, and how that works, the pregnancy year. You know, I started as belly guru, and it was on this cycle of the pregnancy year, very much in alignment with the moon and, and, and how it's four quarters, four quarter gate, not a three trimester gate. But those three trimesters are quite strong, right? And so, and so, understanding each of those trimesters, understanding the trinity. Trinities are strong, right? Triangles are strong. They are, they, they are the most stable of the, of the sacred geometry we have here, okay? Uh, not, a, not a coincidence the ancient Egyptians made pyramids. Not boxes. Would have been a lot easier to make a box, wouldn't it? Stacking those damn things by a box. That's why we make buildings, like rectangles. A lot harder to make a pyramid, guys. A lot more skill. A lot more creator energy. A lot more creativity. A lot, a lot more magic. A lot more feminine. By the way, Netflix has a wonderful... Wonderful thing on ancient Egypt. Go look at it. I wish I had the name. It just kind of came to me. I wasn't expecting to say it, so I didn't bring it in here. But there is on Netflix. Look up Egypt, and you'll find it in its great series and kind of all of this sort of coming together and how awesome they were. By the way, a matriarchy. Matriarchy, while they were doing all those things, in comes the patriarchy. And, um, you know, Egypt's never been the same since. So, long story short on that aspect... Let me bring it all together as I started. This is a full moon. Full moon. What is the full moon? The full moon is the center. It's not the beginning. Just like the fall, okay? It's, it's tied into the fall. Now, the fall is not the center of our calendar year, but let's just think this out. To me, starting school was in the fall, and it felt like something new. It felt like enlightenment. That's the full moon, okay? But it was just past the peak of the center, the longest days of the year, the brightest days of the year, actually in the center, right? Center in, in the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, it's flipped. The darkest days are in the center. So we see this sort of um, duality sort of mirroring. I mean, I'm not even going to call it duality because that sounds like a fight, right? I want it to be a compliment. It's a mirroring. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you're looking at kind of the opposite of what other people would be looking at you as. And yet that's your reality. So new moons are the dark. Full moons are the peak light on that whole moon cycle. But they're really reflections of each other. It's just a matter of what. What's the difference between the new moon and the full moon? The position of the earth. The position of the earth either between the sun and the moon and where you're facing, whether or not you get to see the reflection, right? Whether or not you get to see that reflection off of the moon. The moon itself is not light, right? The moon is a, a satellite, a piece of rock in our space just floating there, and the sun's angle on it, the masculine's angle on it, the bright star in the universe, the patriarchy's angle on it presently, 
and at other times in history and in other cultures than my own right now, the matriarch's son's light on it would show you different angles. It would also give you different perspectives on the darkness of your night when the sun goes down, right, on your half of the globe. Think about that. So the fact that Native Americans and other indigenous cultures, people people who still culturally honor the awe of what I'm talking about and actually looked at it and realized the science of it and figured this stuff out when we didn't have fancy things going into space to validate it and pat ourselves on the back for being so smart. Hey guys, the universe has been smarter than us for eternity. <laughs> These people looked up and they started realizing there was some wisdom or information that that cycling can give them to live their life a lot easier, to prepare, to plan. And so this is what it is. And we get these 30-day cycles or so to remind ourselves, to remind ourselves. And the interesting thing is we still decided, no, we're going to make 12 calendar years. Well, nature has 13 moons. Nature has 13 lunar months. There's an extra there. There's an extra little bit feminine there <laughs> in our cycles. Not a mistake. The whole universe was birthed. There's a little extra. If you want to believe in the masculine God creating the earth in your story of your spiritual awakening of how the earth came to be, guess what? As masculine as your God is, he birthed. He birthed a world in that story. He took on the feminine form of creator energy. He's also taken on the masculine in Destructor. He's also taken on what I believe, what we're really seeking is not equality, neutrality, maintenance. In fact, in the ancient Vedas, the sacred philosophy of the Vedas, ancient texts, that is Brahman. The three incarnations of uh, what we might call the masculine being creator, destroyer, and maintenance. Complementing what I'm saying as maiden, mother, and matriarch. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. At both bookends of crone, there is no, there is no male counterpart to crone, which is beyond the matriarch. That's interesting to me. And childhood is seamless before the split, right? Before the split identity from which we come back. Just an interesting little side note. So the moon cycle, right? So to take advantage of the moon cycle in all of this mess, <laughs> in all of this, I say mess, but it really is beautiful organized chaos. We see the moon attributed what right to the to the changing waters of the earth. 
this changing tides. What changes so eloquently and symbiotically like that in us? Our cells, our moods, our perspective of self at any given time, at any given time. And, and anybody who's ever worked in a hospital, anyone who's been in law enforcement, anyone who's worked in the prison system, anyone who's had children, <laughs> who has had romantic relationships or just loving relationships in any way at an intimacy level, will attest that the full moon sure lights your fire. There are more people in the full moon having nervous breakdowns and ending up in a psychiatric hospital or ending up in the, in the prison system or ending up you know, just arrested or getting in trouble because why? Things come to light, we are sensitive, we are triggered, we are bright. Things are, things are not hidden. And sometimes what's also not hidden is we can't deal with some things that we do not have the uh, control of our tides as we thought we did. We do not have the emotional intelligence we thought we did. We may also realize we don't have the physical supports in our bodies, in our social structures that we thought we did. And when that comes to be, what do we do with that? What do we do with that? So the new moon, that darkness kind of starts the opportunity to be enlightened. But yeah, you could stay in your darkness. You always have a choice to stay in your darkness. And every season of life and every role you're playing, you get that choice through those rose-colored glasses. But if you take the cycle of the moon, right, as it's, as it's coming into full fruition through the first half, if you, if, if, if you take that, those ideas and those things that you came out of that last cycle, you know, that last moment of darkness, of, of, of not knowingness, of endings that become the beginnings, like that death card, right? The death is the beginning of something else. Death and birth, same thing, same coin, right? Um, heads or tails, same coin. If you take that opportunity and you took it and you get to this point and you're either saying, this was a good idea or not for me right now, <laughs> right? This is something that I'm good. Yes, I definitely, I see the resources I have after doing some research and some planning and some enacting or, or I'm not going to go with it. Then, then you know how to work your second half of the cycle. You purge what you no longer need. This is very synchronous with what our menstrual cycles are meant to be. They're not meant to be pill-popped, let me skip a couple. Can you imagine if the, if the universe decided to do that about our moon? Or how about our sun? What if, what, if the, what if the sun decided, you know what, this month I gotta go to Bahamas, I gotta go to Jamaica, I gotta go on a trip, it's inconvenient for me to be lighting up the southern hemisphere. I'm just gonna do the I'm just gonna do the half of the northern hemisphere. We have chaos. And guess what, guys? We have chaos in our bodies. When I hear people saying, well, you know, you don't really have to have a period every month. And I've heard it, by the way, by gynecologists justifying going, you know, the pills that don't 
let you have a period more than four. And I get it. Some people have really major problems. I'm not getting into that conversation. I'm not saying there's not a use. I'm just saying, why was I hearing that conversation when I don't have endometriosis? I don't have a problem. Why are you telling me this? Don't give me a problem. Because um, I think we forget that that's our detox. That's our cleaning the closets of our womb. That's us reminding ourselves, did not choose that path. Did not, did not decide motherhood right now. This cycle. Already got what I got going on. Did not choose to live that mothering vibe that way. Let me remind myself, what does that mean? As I let go of my period blood, as I let go of my menstrual, as I reclaim why I'm here and what I'm doing right now. Because if I wasn't letting that go, right, if I was not letting it go, it would mean one or two things. I'm either pregnant or I'm not having a period for some reason hormonally. I, I, I've changed my cycle. I need to figure that out. There's either something going on if it's not the right time or I'm done. It's time to move on to the matriarch wisdom. Doesn't matter what age you are. In in sense of, of when that happens, as long as you're healthy. But if you're healthy, that really shouldn't be happening. Honestly, it really shouldn't be happening in your 30s. It's happening in our 30s. But this perimenopause, this perimenopause thing, this is a new thing, guys. This isn't a natural rhythm. This is a buck. It's like global warming. It's, a, it's, 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 it's something that we're dealing with. But it's an indicator that we've messed with things. You understand? Menstruals shouldn't hurt at all. They really shouldn't, not to the degree of disability that they do. I will say, yes, shedding the lining of a major organ will be felt, but it really shouldn't be debilitating. It's like, you know, Swallowing a big gulp of something, I'm feeling it, it's uncomfortable, but like, it's not choking. If, if that's how I swallowed every time, I have a problem. Oh, just cut up your piece of small, yeah, solution. Can't really do that with periods. Oh, but we decided to. Just take a pill and make it lighter. Playing with things. Playing with things. Okay, that's all I'm saying. There's justification for it. I'm not saying don't take a pill. What I'm saying is you better understand what you're doing because you could be messing with your mood cycles. You could be messing with your connections, the, the most natural, innate, intuitive connection you have to your emotional intelligence, your psychic ability, and your physical form. Mind, body, soul, right there. So just understand that. And also understand how much we're robbing women of that by not having the social structures in place, by not having the uh, care of our environment in place, by not having our food industry in place, by not having our waters in place, to not be pollutants and causing the dysfunctions, which, by the way, are also bothering our men. Anyone else noticing how primal men are really becoming? It's like we kind of can't 
evolve. We kind of keep going back and forth, going back to Neanderthal. Meanwhile, the feminine has evolved tremendously upon her emotional intelligence. We've got our blips. The whole burning of the bras, let me hate men, was a blip. But it was in our masculinity that it was a blip. Something to note. There is a perseverance. There is a consistency with the feminine wisdom in ourselves. All of us, by the way, guys. Tell your men they have femininity in them and they better learn how to play the game. They better learn the curvy hustle too because that's why they're not evolving. We're so far uh, more removed and, re and evolved from our primitive Neanderthal ways as women because we have learned to embrace the masculine. But 50, 60 years ago, there was a very strong push towards our victimization, not only by society, but we ate the cookie, drank the Kool-Aid, and began doubting ourselves as being able to be in this world on our own. We believed we were supposed to stay in that Neanderthal sort of, well, if I don't have a protector and provider in the masculine form, then I don't have that. No, you have that in you. You have protector and provider energy in you. We've evolved to learn it. I truly believe, and you can go back to my alpha female uh, episode, discusses that, that this is the time. Nowhere in history have we been given such an opportunity and I think it's not a coincidence that we are also seeing such pain. There is a tremendous amount of grief. There's a tremendous amount of, of emotions that are coming out of even younger men in the millennials and I think younger. That's why they're having such problems getting through adolescence, so much anger. We just don't have the social structures to not make them end up in prisons. And we don't have the self-efficacy set up and we have so much trauma that both men and women are losing their way. And here's the thing. It's so easy. Look up at the moon. Look up at the freaking moon. Start following the moon's guidance. Turn off your damn lights when the moon comes up. Use solar energy, wind energy, water energy. It's all there, guys. It's all there. When men and women lived off the earth, times were tough because you had to go with the tides. But there was something about them being connected with spirit that we've lost. And there was a morality, even, even in war, in mature cultures, again, if that emotional intelligence was not being brought up with the intellectual intelligence, if there was not a masculine-feminine blend, a heart and a mind forming together, and we just went by gut impulses, it's not pretty. That's what we're seeing. And I will say that second half, right, is your course correction. 
And sometimes you do end up in the dark again, realizing I've got to start this all over in a different, completely different way. Or what are my things I'm going to keep this cycle and what am I going to let go? Do you see how similar that is to the menstrual cycle? Do I need these layers? Am I bringing birth to something new? No, shed them. And it shouldn't be a painful process. It should also be honored and revered because it is a detox. It's work. By the way, does anybody know anybody that's been in a drug or alcohol detox? Did they seem to have the energy that they did before they had the addiction? No. When you're going through detox, it's work. We seem to forget that. We seem to have allowed the fact that men don't have periods and accomplish things and our confusion that we want to be equal to men. We don't want to be equal to men. We are not equal to men. They don't have a uterus and they don't bleed. They don't hold babies in their gut. They don't. They don't hold it in their abdomen. We're not equal. We never will be. We want neutrality. We want to be able to come in as we are and be of complement and blend. And from that union, unification, yoga of the masculine and feminine, a.k.a. Tantra, a.k.a. Kundalini rising, we will birth a brave new world. Thank you, Eckhart Tolle. Right? So every moon, this particular one, and the reason that I wanted to come on, is special because there is a belief, a philosophy, if you've been following the stars, that this is your opportunity to close the door on the past 12 years. What are you taking? What are you still taking? And what are you letting go? Because here's the thing. If you decide you're going to keep back in that old paradigm, this is a timeline portal. This is, and I think some of you think I'm crazy, and some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. 12 years ago, your life was completely different in a way that wasn't the 12 years before, or the five years before, Jeff, or the whatever. This last decade of your life, where you are right now, if you are of the circle of women, I am constantly calling in now, the medicine woman rising, the one, the, met, the woman that is understanding that she is here as a catalyst, as a catalytic force in the perspective of women's health, matriarchal leadership, um, the feminine divine, our children, our environment, the world, the earth, that you really do understand and have an affinity for the stars and understanding and hearing what I'm saying. I'm telling you right now, if your world has fallen apart and yet you know that it is getting better and better, then you understand what I am. But here's the thing. You have the next 48 hours. You have this Guys, from the 15th on, it's done. That's the, that's the path you've chosen. 
That is the path you've chosen. Now, I'm not going to say you can't keep molding. We are constant creators, but you're going to have to destroy some things. You're going to have a hard time. I'm telling you that the ease, if you can follow the tides, follow the moons, follow the stars, this particular Friday the 13th, at the start of a new timeline cycle, where there's just this like unprecedented number of planets and things, it's like it's calling up every possible thing in you right now that says, are you ready to walk that new life that seems to be possible for you? Or are you going to stay in the nest? Are you going to stay in your comfort zone? Or are you going to walk out of it? Do you believe in your conviction of what you've been brought to, in what you know today, in how you're living your life, in what you believe, in the opportunities presented, in all that you've learned, in the shedding of the layers that you've had, in all the periods you've had, in all of the bloodshed and you've had, of all of the tears that you've shed, of all of the joys, of all of the new things you've learned, of all of the ways that you have molded into the woman or man that you have become right now. This moment, check in. That's what it's saying. Full moon tonight, 13th or 14th, depending on where you are, of September 2019. Check in. Because the second half is the, the ease of the second half. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Life's not easy, guys. Just got to own that. But the more you can stay simple and sane, the better the ride, right? The better the ride. Keep it simple and sane. Constantly giving today's kiss. But there's also a hug. Honesty. Understanding. Being. Grounded. As heck. And spirituality, sacredness in this work. This is it. This is like D-Day. If you are in your 40s, late 30s, early 40s, early 50s, in 12 years, what age will you be? You will be you will be owning the matriarch, no doubt about it, okay? If you're like 38 years old to 55, you will be well-vested in your matriarch wisdom. Some of you might even be moving towards the crowing, the final, the final, you know, decision on the surrender of this form and moving on in wisdom. It's, it's like, you know, write your memoirs, tell your grandkids these sort of things that you started in the matriarch. Hopefully. Hopefully you're mentoring. You're mentoring people who aren't necessarily close to you, like I'm trying to do now. So it's a special one, guys. It's a special full moon. It is in Pisces. Pisces are fish. Fish are in water. It is an emotional, new understanding of what you're seeing and I'm just letting you know you're perfectly fine you're perfectly sane this stuff is 
powerful for those who are tuned in, tapped in enough to feel it. Blessed be the ones, right? All those Beatitudes, if you were born Christian, suddenly make sense, right? Blessed are the ones that are going through the suffering. That's the summary of it. Because you're rising up and you're doing the work. And if you're still listening to this, then you are. Because you wouldn't be attuned. You would turn this off already. Not a mistake, you're here. I'm just letting you know it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. But big girl panties pulled up right now on men and women, by the way. The feminine is like rearing her head. She is ready to bring back the masculine, but with a new understanding. She is ready. 2020 on, we're going there. A lot of changes. This, this earth thing, this world, these powers that be. We're talking, we are talking the way it must have felt when the whole entire shifts were starting to happen in terms of, just think about this. Just think about back in the day of like Cleopatra when she brought in Mark Antony and, and, and the, um, the rush, the Roman Empire. And, you know, when it was Greece, think back in the day when the world was basically Greece, Rome, and Egypt. How different it is now. Guys, that can happen again. There can be conglomerates. There could also be a different scenario where there's a unification and a collaboration. We can think of those three big wigs as actually finding a way to not always fight, to not always have to be the best, and to actually get along and say, here's the deal. This is great. The whole world split amongst three of us. Let's all just say, what are we best at? And, and help the other ones where, you know, bring our strengths to the table and just have a happy freaking world and just live and evolve and be of a, of a, of a higher human consciousness of universality. It's kind of weird even saying that, right? You see, it's impossible. That's because you've only seen the patriarchy. You've only seen where war is constantly justified War monies are constantly justified over food monies for your children, over quality assurance of your environment. That is the only world you've ever seen where there is justification for that. Logic, linear logic, numbers and sense, bottom line logic of sending your children off to be killed in the name of world dominance, as opposed to sending your children into a field to help cultivate healthier organic food. That is the reality. I'm gonna tell you right now in a matriarchy, that would not be the reality. And the matriarchy, which I'll be having another conversation, whole other conversation, but I will finish it with this thought. Think about it. The matriarchy and the patriarchy are not opposites. They're not opposites. Men and women are opposites only when they don't have consciousness, divine level consciousness, full consciousness of themselves. When a conscious whole man and a conscious whole woman are put next to each other, 
it's pretty seamless. It's pretty much like when you have a little boy and a little girl and they haven't taken on any real attributes of any sort of, and they're kind of just playing together and they're going back and forth in very feminine, masculine ways. And you might be like, I, I, I'm not quite sure because they don't necessarily, they almost look like a cherub. They're, they're kind of, you know, androgynous. You know what other culture was kind of androgynous? Ancient Egypt. Hmm. Again. Hmm. Pyramids. Hmm. We still don't know how the hell they made them. Hmm. Stars. Cosmos. Hmm. Lined up on their maps. The three great pyramids. Like the freaking belt of Orion. Literally right underneath them in the starry sky. I mean, it's amazing. But it was matriarchy. You know why? Because matriarchy never discredited the patriarchy mindset in terms of the masculine aspect of um well i will say it this way they did discredit the patriarchy because they realized it was void of the matriarchy but the matriarchy has never been void of the patriarchy understanding that that is out of control imbalance and the matriarchy is not the matriarchy is wholeness it's full conscious masculine in union and partnership strategic partnership with full whole conscious feminine and that's why matriarchy is what i push that's why the curvy hustle will save industries and worlds and homes and bodies because it's just universal consciousness it's common sense all right guys tell me what you think about this brain Shifting type of information. Where are you? How abstract was I for you? I want to hear your feedback. Guys, I get it. Some of this stuff that I talk about sounds like out of this world. But maybe for you right now, maybe not five years down the road, maybe not five months down the road. And definitely if you're somebody that gets it, I want to talk to you. I want to meet you. I want you to contact me over at info at drlisaallenpt.com. Let me know what you thought about this. Let me know what your reality is. Let me know what you connected with and what you thought was completely absurd. I want to hear where you are in the conversation of owning her.